Now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Join now, uh, Jovan Overshown on the Matt Mosley Show. Jovan, uh, congratulations. Uh, this, is, uh, this is really great news. Wish y'all had announced that on my show, Jovan. That's really where most <laughs> announcements should be rolled out, I think, and, and you, can, you can change it to that if you need to uh, moving forward. But congratulations. I love seeing that Thursday, Deputy Athletic Director and Chief Revenue Officer, okay, uh, a promotion, and uh, that's very, very exciting. And uh, that's all you needed is more, more on your plate. You know, that's, I think that's, I think that's great, but congratulations. No, <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's, um, no, super grateful. That's for sure. All right. You, and you've probably known this was happening for a while, but I mean, how, how did this kind of evolve and what, what is the added responsibilities? Cause you already oversee a, a lot of things, but what, what does this kind of mean for you moving forward? Yeah, no, I, I, that's a great question. <laughs> Maybe we should call Mac in. Um, no, get him I, on, get him on, it's fine. That's, that's right. No, really, it's. I think we have such a tremendous team um, amongst executive staff. I mean, some really talented folks um, over some some really just instrumental areas. And, and so, yeah, this is, I don't know that there's really necessarily anything um, additional, although there will be some some kind of departmental um, updates and additions that come down the road. But really, this is more just to, to help Mac um, and to help us with this kind of changing space that we're in um, in collegiate athletics. I mean, obviously, all of us as executive team members speak into it, but the pace at which things are changing, whether it be NCAA deregulation, NIL, um, obviously, all of these tremendous capital investments that we're making on our campus, and um, the list goes on and on, but really just trying to to be at Mac's side to help him so that he can focus on on the things that he needs to, which changes, you know, day to day. And so I'm really just, just here as an assist um, and in more of an intentional and strategic way so he can, um, you know, be, be able to pivot more on a dime when, when things arise. What was your biggest assignment at Baylor when you first arrived? Like, what did what what was the first thing they said? Okay, Jovan, this is going to be your biggest thing. Uh, I remember the uh, Baylor United campaign and yeah. rebrand. I know that was a, a big thing you worked on. But what were so in some of the early days? What were the first things you were working on at Baylor? Yeah, I think well initially, um, you know, certainly the the rebrand that came very soon after um was a tremendous project. Eighteen months and so many people speaking into it and just what I say is something I got to do, um, a tremendous opportunity. But in addition to that, it's it's the same thing that everyone across our industry faces. It is trying to I mean, I was really tasked with how do we um further engage fans. Um, across our sport programs, specifically men's and women's basketball. I mean, I think that's, you know, it's a space where there's so many things competing for for individuals' attention, and you can be at home and watch, you know, great competition from the luxury of your, you know, of your couch. And so, but we want people in venues. So that was really one of the things that was 
you know, at, at the forefront for, for the department when I, t- when I came on. And honestly, it continues to be something that we have to push and be creative and, and find solutions for. You wanted to do this when you were in in college. Like, were you already headed this direction? What was it? What, when did you decide? Hey, I want to be in collegiate athletics, and I and I think that's going to be a big part of my future. Yeah, well, you know, I think I'm a bit of a square peg in a round hole, uh, which has made kind of this this transition so fun, and and also has allowed you know, me to very clearly see the Lord's hand in it all. I wasn't one of those people that, you know, early on knew that I wanted to be, you know, in sports administration and collegiate sports administration. I have always been around it. I've always been in the peripheral of it. Even my husband, um, you know, obviously in in sports. um, But it was really, I think, um, in my last, in my last um, job prior to here, working for an institution that didn't have uh, sports, uh, collegiate sports, a, a seminary, a Bible college, and realizing kind of the tug and the pool that that and the power in the, of sport, and really what that can do for a community. And when it's absent, just kind of the different things you have to do to really rally people together. And I think that was really when I developed a deepened appreciation and sense for it on a different level and said, hey, this is something um, this is something that could be more of a professional, um, you know, move for me. And then I'll also say my husband at the time was um, working on his master's in sports management, which I lovingly say is duly earned. And just kind of walking with him through that process, you know, there was really just kind of a call in my heart that um, this is as much for me as it is a pull for him. And so, um, yeah, the rest is kind of history. And, and I think you just kind of know when you know, and I'm, I'm just leaning into it and just letting the Lord guide, honestly. Jovan Overshone, uh, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, I like your husband. I've gotten to meet him. Good coach, uh, fun guy. You've got a great family. I'm wondering what it was like managing these coaches uh, and working with, with personalities like Nikki Collin, Dave Aranda. I mean, those are two of the things you've done in recent years. Those are different personalities, obviously. Like, how much has that informed and, and kind of helped you in your career to work with those, uh, those kind of coaches? Again, different personalities, but how, how has that sort of changed or informed your approach? Yeah, I mean, what an opportunity. And and that, this is one of the, you know, my relationships with these two coaches is something that I'm tremendously grateful that Mac has entrusted me with. I mean, bringing Nikki on board and being with her from the start to the finish, uh, well, you know, the start to, to obviously an incredible run, and then now, um, you know, handing her off essentially to Kenny Boyd as sport oversight. Um, gosh, she's she's family, um, and and what a riot uh, she is, and and some fun times and um, long conversations, and it's just uh, seeing what she's doing and knowing that this is only the beginning is just is awesome, um, and then get to move you know from Nikki to working directly with Dave, and um, wow, what what a special personality and what a special coach. I mean, just um, such a privilege to be working with the football staff that really cares about the whole person and it is um you know it's one thing to say that and to actually see it lived out uh, is really special and you know I'll say between Nikki and Dave um they're both very similar but very different and they're similar in that just the level of care factor between the two 
and they are people that are authentically who they are and they're not going to change um, for anyone. And I just appreciate that so much about themselves. Um, you know, one does talk a little bit more than the other, but uh, you know, they're just, they're just tremendous people and have just been just great to learn from and to be around. And yeah, it's definitely made my time at Baylor special thus far. Nikki does not talk as much about the Berenstain Bears, perhaps. <laughs> different different topics, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, boy, that media stuff is interesting, too, that is under your purview. And you all just made a recent change uh, that's uh, been announced. That you're going with Playfly. I mean, that, that has to be. I mean, obviously, you have to deal with people like me. Uh, I know that's one of the joys of your of your profession. But what what went into that? That's a really interesting one in making a change from, from a team that you've been with for many, many years. Yeah. That had to be an interesting process in deciding, okay, I think we're going to go a little different route. What is, is it, is it the, I mean, all the stuff you mentioned, the NIL, the transfer portal, in, in all that changing world, does it make you look at media differently? And how much did that play a role in, uh, in deciding to go with a different media group? Cause I know that was something you had to work on quite a bit. Yeah, no, that's been a labor of love. Um, and, and it's hard, um, because, you know, anytime you're in a relationship with, with you know, uh, anyone, a third party that for almost 10 years, I mean, there's some great friendships and relationships that have been built. And, you know, um, Learfield was a good partner to us. And, and Matt Iazetti, I could never say enough good things about him, our former GM. Uh, and but we it's exactly what you said. I mean, nothing is the same in college athletics anymore. And it's going to continue to change. And we just really looked at kind of the trajectory of our brand, um, what we wanted to do in various aspects under the Baylor Athletics umbrella and said, okay, you know, who is right for us in this moment? And who is really going to be able to lock arms with us through the ups and downs and through this kind of different lens that we want to look at things through? And um, that's how we landed with Playfly. Playfly actually deems themselves more as a media company. So, um and we just, we really are on a mission to tell our story and to do it in a really special way because there's no one else like us that has the athletic and the academic success at all, you know, across all of our sport programs, but really is leaning into who we are um, as a faith-based institution. And we're different in that way. And we just, we need someone that can partner and tell our story visually, creatively, in an innovative way. And that's, that's really how we landed with Playfly. Um and, and, you know, they're well positioned for all the changes uh, that are that are coming our way. And, you know, and, and we hope that we'll have great relationships with them along the way, just as we did with Learfield. All right. I, I can do it creatively. I don't know if it's innovative, but I try. <laughs> I try my best <laughs> on that end. But I, I would think that Brett Yormark has also been a fun new partner because he constantly talks about storytelling. And, and yeah. as you were talking about Baylor, he wants to tell the Big 12 story. How fun has that been, you and Mac, getting to know Brett Yormark and his staff? That, it, ha- it just seems like that whole office just has new energy and, and a lot of excitement around it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Yormark has uh, – there's no lack of energy there. I tell you, we just got back from a Big 12 summit kind of bringing all of the institutions together and all the leaders and many new leaders within the conference office together to just kind of think tank together and talk about best practices. And what was exciting was seeing that kind of that juice 
that that the conference has now. I'll tell you, like Normark said, it kicked us off and said, you know, your mindset for the summit, I want it to be disruptive, innovative, creative, and I want you to be open to taking risks. So that's how he kind of launched us into the, the two-day uh, summit. And it really was neat to just kind of think about your brand profile and your institution and the conference in a new way. Like he's, he's, he's changing a lot. And I, and I think that has also energized Mac um, because it very much aligns with what he wants to do for Baylor. And it's just exciting. It's exciting to have a new lens in so many ways. Um, when, when, and it's a time when you need it. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing all the things that he does. What does it look like with Max Energy? Is there a lot? Is there coffee involved, or um, uh, what is he? I've seen him. By the way, his workouts are pretty intense. Now, have you ever? Y'all spend a lot of time together. Have you ever actually gone on a run, or 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 had a workout while y'all visited about something, or do you oh, keep no, that no, separate? No, I'm smart. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't dare run with Max because somehow it will end up a competition. I have I have heard stories. So so yeah, I don't do that. I will take a call um, while uh, while he's running because uh, he's focused in that time. But that's about as close as I'll get. I'll just be the phone buddy. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Man, I like that where y'all are being disruptive. I mean, were yeah. people kind of firing some ideas out? Um, did it? I mean, did it, did it, I guess expansion talk probably came up a little yeah. bit. You've seen the news today, by the way. Colorado apparently it's been reported by CBS. They're substantive talks, but uh, I know you probably can't <laughs> comment too much on that. But that is uh, that's kind of fun to be the disruptor and to be the right. conference that seems to be on the move. I mean, think about where we were, Jovan. What two summers ago? I mean, it's hard yes. to believe it wasn't that long ago where we all were kind of like, what's going to happen? Right. Like, where where right. do we land? Having to have those conversations. And so now being the one, I mean, it, it has to be a completely different kind of feeling summit from that standpoint, I would think. Yes. yes. I, I mean, we're making waves and we're going to continue to. I mean, I think it's it's interesting that, like you said, eyes are on us right now. And there's there's this kind of you know, expectancy for something big to happen. And, um, and yeah, I think, you know, Brett Yormark is not going to disappoint. And, um, yeah, we are definitely a very relevant conference um, with a lot of brand power. And I think there's more to come there on just how that brand is going to be expressed over the next, you know, uh, several months uh, going into the summer. And, yeah, it's it's neat to be in this position now when there was so much unknown. And, and you know the, the trajectory is high. And, uh, yeah, we're going to continue to climb. We're going we're gonna to continue to shake things up. All right. And, uh, and I'm sure NIL is something. How are we doing, by the way? Uh, we talked to Dave Aranda about it the other day. Uh, on the NIL front, got those advisors in place. Um, seems to seems to be Baylor's moving forward. What can people listening to this do to help Baylor in that area, though? As as you, you know, you kind of expand those efforts. What's the right. what's the next move NIL wise for Baylor for people who are wondering about that? Yeah, it's real. I mean, that's the main thing. It's like NIL is real, no matter how intentional we are about doing it the right way and caring for our student athletes and, and educating them it's real and, and the reality of reality of nil is if you want to be competitive there is a level of needing to be in the game if we want to have competitive rosters across our sports we have to be in the game and so 
Um, you know, it's just kind of the way our industry has shifted. And I know it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for us. Um, but it is something that is, you know, one of those kind of necessary pieces of, of competitive excellence right now. And uh, I, I would just say, you know, within that necessity, um, you know, I would want our fans and people to know to trust us that Baylor is going to still be Baylor, regardless of what NIL becomes and regardless of how we need to be in it. We're going to still be authentically who we are. But, yeah, I mean, GXG, they're a great partner. Um, you know, we need people to give to GXG because that goes directly to student-athletes by way of NIL opportunities. And it's not pay-for-play. You know, I know it can feel that way, but it's not. There are opportunities and different um, acts that student-athletes have to perform to earn that money. But, yeah, it's real. It's here, and, and we have to be in the game. All right. We're okay with Baylor being Baylor as long as we can keep winning titles, right? <laughs> That's right. That's it. That's it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, listen, uh, congrats. And uh, that was exciting news. It came out on a uh, – Oh, going to the holiday weekend, and uh, I, I, I know you've been celebrated there in the halls, but I wanted to have you on and let our, uh, let our audience at ESPN Central Texas hear from you. So congratulations to you, Jovan, and it's been fun to work with you and can't wait to continue on this path. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. You bet. There she goes, uh, Jovan Overshone. And, um, well, she's got a new title, uh, Deputy athletic director and chief revenue officer already was in charge of a lot of different things, departments, all of that, but this is a promotion. And, uh, that's a fascinating thing, Aaron, to think about what she kind of referenced she was at an organization, a Bible college slash seminary where they did not have college athletics. And, you know, I think a lot of folks would be like, how am I going to, what's my path here? How can I get from that? to working in athletics she did and that's the whole it's a good lesson you get somewhere and you work your way up and if you shine enough and do enough uh you can uh you can you know there's no ceiling and uh, she has uh proven that and is now has this uh well big time i mean she is the right hand person of uh mac Rhodes. glad to know aaron that he she's they're not out there running together she does take calls from mac when he's like on the treadmill, I've seen him do some of his um, out there by the river. Uh, some of his workouts include lots of uh, uh, there's some jumping involved, and there's I mean there's a lot of interesting stuff involved. Uh, he is pretty serious about it. Now, what I brought up with, and I didn't want to put her on the spot um, and and start asking her, okay, is Colorado going to be in the Big Twelve? That would that's not a t- that's a tough way to to begin your time as the deputy athletic director and chief revenue officer. But we're getting more news today that Colorado, it's becoming closer to reality that Colorado might be looking at the Big 12. It's kind of seemed like maybe something they were toying with. Um, Now we're getting more and more reports. Dennis Dodd, and and, and Aaron, it's important to say, where we talk about – the Pac-12 writers, John Canzano, and and who's our other guy? Uh, John Wilner. The, yeah, John Wilner. They they come out and, and, and are, are seen as more of the spokespersons of the Pac-12. Now, they do a good job. That's not totally fair. But generally, you hear more of a pro-Pac-12 bent. Well, Dennis Dodd's the same way for the, for the Big 12. 
it seemingly Dennis has been willing to really push a Big 12 agenda, which is in a very aggressive agenda. And that's okay. I mean, writers, writers get, um, get, you know, used and all of that, um, on, uh, you know, at all times. And, and, and so he's chosen to kind of be a little bit of the voice of the Big 12 in that matter. We will see where this all ends up. But it, today he reported that there were, quote, substantive talks, according to his sources, with, uh, with the Pac-12. He got a hold of Rick George, the AD at Colorado. I don't know, Aaron, why Rick George feels the need to say anything. He pointed to a recent statement, but he also uh, reaffirmed that Colorado would look at whatever's best for Colorado and that they're a proud member of the Pac-12, but they may be proud of it, but right now they don't have a media deal. And what the Big 12 is offering is, hey, by the way, this is real. This is real money. Come here, and you can have close to $32 million a year guaranteed starting in 2025. This is a real thing. 